Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and I am so, so, so excited for this week's episode. This is an episode that I have been waiting to record for so forking long. I actually, honestly, I don't know, maybe like four, five months, and you're probably sitting there and you're like, why? Why have you been waiting so long? Well, I've actually been waiting to see my best friend, Genesis. Say hi, she's here with me. Hello, hello. She's here with me today because over text, we will talk about all sorts of little interesting niche things, or at least we think they're interesting and niche, that pertain to relationship success. And today, we are going to be covering the overarching question of does social class determine a good relationship it's kind of heavy yeah it's really really heavy yeah and we bring all of this up just because like we be in our 20s we be dating Mm -hmm. we're living our little like maybe not hot girl how would you describe it just dating girl life yeah yeah I think it's just dating I don't really know like it's not really like going out and like hooking up with people but it's like just you know, Just mingling. Out there. Yeah, like, yeah, go, trying different fishing. things. Yeah, we're going fishing. We're going fishing, <laughs> seeing what fish are in the sea, what's up. Well, actually, I'm not anymore, but I was. You were. You I were. were. And then you passed the baton to me. Yes. So now we kind of go- switched. No, that's normally how it works. (laughs) Yes. So Genesis was in like a pretty, she had a good fish for a while. Yeah. And I had no fish, so I was fishing. And then we swapped. Now I have a fish and she's like out and about looking at different fish. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So let's just jump in to, oh, oh. And if you haven't met Genesis before, she's actually been on the show two or three times. Yeah. So you should definitely go check those episodes out if you want the whole story on her fish or just learn a little bit more about her and our relationship. But basically, best friend from home. Yeah. Amazing human being. Stop. Slay. Stop. I'm like literally the I'm definition blushing. of girl boss slay queen slay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> we're like two different versions of girl boss, but at yes. the same time combined, we're both Yes. Super girl boss. <laughs> We're actually girl bossing to the max. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> Alrighty. So my first thing I want to ask you about this topic, because Genesis actually brought this up because mm-hmm. she came across this question, like I'm not taking credit for it. She came across this dating. So I want to hear like yeah. what first sparked this? Because you were like, we literally need to podcast about this. Yeah. Okay. So I was actually listening to another separate podcast. Like I will probably just... I'll yeah. tell it to you later, but, like, yeah. yeah, I was listening to this podcast, and they were talking all about, like, um, I think it was, like, an advice column, and someone was reaching out and saying that their partner, like, is, like, poor compared to her. That's more, like, upper middle class. Is this a hetero couple? Yeah, this is a hetero couple. Okay. And yeah. um, the guy was poor, and she was, like, the one getting a promotion. Like, she's going to the States Ooh. and whatever. So she was wondering if, like, she would, like, be able to, like, drag, like, her boyfriend along and stuff, and whether or not that would have worked in the relationship. And I have thoughts on that, but um, personally, for me, I think, I think especially at this age or when we get older, like, I think social class is going to be a huge determinant in whether or not, I don't know necessarily, like, it will work, but whether or not, like, it will work for, like, a long-term relationship, okay. and also just depending on your circumstances, I think. But okay, I think, I think it's definitely something you need to consider especially when we're like in our 20s and if we want to get married which I don't know in this economy like I don't economy this economy (laughs) I don't know so um but yeah do you have anything you want to say yes for sure so the first thing I would want to say to your point is 
how do you even define social class? And yeah. also just as a listener, so you know, we are talking in heterosexual like situations because that's what we are. And I yeah. feel like a lot of how I view this topic is based on the patriarchy and different like yeah, advantages exactly. and disadvantages that men and women have. Yeah. Oh, I don't really know how to define like social class i guess like but money? yeah i guess it's mostly money i guess it's the way you grew up like mm-hmm. for example like we grew up in a upper middle class neighborhood mm-hmm. so anything that's like below that or anything above that will be a different social class than what we are yeah if that makes sense yeah. so like for example like if a guy like their parents like own i don't know fucking amazon <laughs> Then they're obviously gonna Jeff have Bezos. like a yeah an upper yeah. like yeah if Jeff Bezos has a kid yeah. <laughs> but um guys someone find him and marry that man you'll be set for <laughs> you're life you're separate no yeah you're set for life and your kids' life and the next generation's life oh you're because literally till the apocalypse you're set <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so I think like yeah anyone that's like below your definition mm-hmm. of what you are right now I think there's going to be some clashes that or maybe above too. Oh, because definitely people above. might go a little cray cray with the extra splurge money. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a perfect example, and I know this is like purely fictional, is like Crazy Rich Asians. That's a mm. perfect example of how like class can determine whether or not like the relationship is going to work. Just because there's so many outside factors like mm-hmm. family, I don't know, parent approval, yeah. obviously like male ego and the patriarchy. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, your values or goals in life and what you want to do, especially if you have kids. Ooh. That's a whole other thing that can get involved, so. No, for real. Yeah, so I think, like, the first thing that I, I – I'm looking through our text right now. Mm-hmm. But, like, I guess for a different social class, like, you have different values and goals in life. Mm-hmm. And that even pertains to, like, my friendships now. Like, I yeah. feel like people that have, like, have, like – I guess, like, grew up, like, a little bit more richer stuff, like, have bigger or bigger dreams or aspirations than I did, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, my parents, they grew up in the Philippines and they were poor, so their definition of their goals in life is going to Western Springs, like, our hometown and stuff, mm-hmm. and living, like, in a suburbs. But compared yeah. to me, like, obviously, like, that's the way I grew up, so I'm going to have different goals so and values. So you want to reach above it. Like, yeah. naturally, you're going to want to reach above it, because why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that also pertains to, like, relationships. If you, like, I guess, like, growing up now, and you're deciding on, like, where to live, mm. like, what if your partner, like, wants to live in Europe, because that's where they grew up, but, like, you, your yeah. goal was, like, California or something, so I think that will also weigh in a factor in, like, mm-hmm. whether or not you'll stay in a relationship or not. Not saying that, like, social class is, like, A definite, main. you have to date someone from your social class, but yeah. it is easier. I... You can go Google this. I don't know where I saw this, but I'm pretty sure it's a legit fact. But what do I know? I'm a 20-year-old college student. That there's a statistic that says most couples, at least heterosexual, that end up together are from similar socioeconomic backgrounds. Yeah. Just because the values match up. Yeah. Like, for example, like, what if you have, you know, you're, like, you upper middle class and your boyfriend is forking poor. And here's the thing. I'm not saying that if you go out on a date, the guy always has to pay. But here's where I bring in the patriarchy, okay? Mm -hmm. Because women, most of our time, have not been able to do shit. 
I think low-key to make up for the wage gap and all the other things that women can't do, it kind of makes sense that the guy pays for big things. Mm -hmm. Now, does he need to do the groceries and every single financial thing? No. Yeah. But still, low-key, I believe on big things like your birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day, a guy should still be paying. Yeah, exactly. Even like first dates, second dates, like I feel like... You should still be paying. Yeah. And it's... Like, yes, I get it. Even if you make, like, way less money, because that's where that awkwardness comes in. Because what if the guy, like, you know, he could be working two jobs, minimum wage, three jobs. I but know. if the yeah. girl he's dating is a Nepo baby, he's never going to be able to compete, and she's going to want someone who can take care of her in that way. That's true, because that's how she grew up. Yeah, why would she settle for something less than what she grew up for? Exactly. Yeah, like, at least for me, like, my parents did spoil me. Yeah. <laughs> Not me, because I was the oldest daughter, so I You're expect, the only daughter. Yeah, I'm the only daughter, so I expect, like, a certain level of treatment if I were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I expect, like, and also just, like, that's, like, an Asian value, I guess, is, like, mm-hmm. the man is supposed to, like, pay more, which, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I think... Yeah, I, th- I agree with everything you just said. And my thing is, too, is maybe if we actually hit a place in the world where women were truly as safe as men walking around at night, or if we had the same statistics to survive a car accident, I wouldn't feel this way anymore. Yeah. Like, there was no true wage gap. Like, did, oh, to the car thing, did you know that safety dummies and protocols are designed around a man's body so women mm-hmm. are more likely to die in car accidents? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, when all these small, tiny inequalities go away, because men are like, guys, we're equal these days. I'm like, no, we're not. No, we're really we're not. We're actually not equal still. We're really not. Because another fact, I think we also saw this in a TikTok. It's like <laughs> the 9 to 5 work schedule is centered around the fact that, like, men, when they wake up, they have testosterone levels that go up. Yeah. So that's why they're more productive during the morning compared to women that don't have those same energy levels. So it no. takes it takes us so much longer to, like, feel, like, hyped and stuff. To do our work. Yeah, and to do our work. So, literally everything is just centered around a man. It's literally built in a man's world. So, once yeah. again, you know what? If I sound a little shallow for saying, hey, no, you got to pick up this dinner bell, so be it. Because so that be is it. why I feel that way. When we reach full equality, I'll be okay splitting it 50-50. Yeah. On, like, big holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think, like, yeah, it just depends on the social class. So, obviously, like, if a guy is more poor, he's going to be less likely to wanting to pay for those certain things. And it's Mm -hmm. also just fueled, obviously, in the patriarchy. And then, obviously, he's going to feel bad about it. And I think in the podcast, they did talk about how, like, if the man with the lower, like, financial standing Mm -hmm. in a relationship or a marriage is more likely to cheat on their partner. Because they feel, like, insecure or they don't feel good about themselves because they don't make it. Yeah. They can't financially provide. Yeah, exactly, because that's the male's job. Oh, gee. So, I don't know if, like, I just saw that on the podcast, so I think it's true. Like, that that adds up. Yeah. Like, I know maybe correlation doesn't equal causation, but, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's something it would, to think about. It would make sense. Yeah, and... Adding on to that point, too, if maybe a guy feels like he can't step up and pay or whatever, maybe when you're, like, 
older, older, like I'm talking like 25 and up trying to start a family could be a deal breaker. But I think something that a lot of younger men like in high school don't or even college don't realize is a lot of women don't need financial spoiling. Like I do think a lot of the times a poor guy could probably win over a Nepo baby if he did the free things that like make women go crazy. I'm talking love letters. I'm talking pick flowers from a local park. Don't get caught. Pick flowers from a local park. Like, turn it into a little hair crown, a little bouquet. Mm -hmm. Um, Go to therapy. Get your issues in check and learn how to properly communicate. Exactly. Like, get your mommy issues under control. Mm -hmm. Like, those are all things, too, that I think if a man can do, a woman would be willing to be more understanding and go 50-50 on things with you because she sees how much effort you're putting in. Because I think Mm -hmm. in history's time, how much money um, a guy had kind of almost correlated to how much he loved you. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, okay... I'm gonna talk to my ex <laughs> because that was like kind of all right. <laughs> that was like one of my issues was the fact that like yes, sure, like you're financially like giving me like this money and you're like paying for my meals and you're doing all these things, but mm-hmm. that doesn't equate to the fact that you're like lack of communication. Ooh. You're not like call out. Yeah, you're not, like, meeting my needs and stuff. So, yes, like, you're paying for all these things. But I think for me, at least, what I value more is the fact that, like, hey, you're spending, like, quality time with me. Yeah. And, like, also, like, reading each other's love languages. Like, that wasn't my love language was financial spending on me. Like, you know? Yeah, that makes so sense. So, I think, like, like you said, like, that's so important is to recognize that, like, yeah, like, that the guy could be poor. But as long as he put he's putting in the effort to do, like, the little things that are in his little, like, I guess, like, social class, I guess. Or things he can afford to yeah, do. Yeah, I guess it, things he can afford to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if he doesn't have, like, the money... To like, take me out for steak, that's yeah. fine. Cook me a steak. Like, take me to McDonald's and set up the most romantic picnic you could ever yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think... Yeah, like we mentioned before, like, social class is not, like, the biggest factor, but it's what you make of it. It's what you can do with your social class that could maybe make it work. So. Yeah, and even just, like, long run, though. Like, I'm, that maybe more applies when you're, like, younger dating, like, our yeah. age. You can get away with that. Yeah. If you're trying to start a family, bruh, you need hella oh bang my, for that yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. But that's so interesting that you state that about your ex. Yeah. Because I also, in my relationship, <laughs> my ex... You know, nothing against the guy. You know, we're all born into what we have. But I definitely think that he... Let's just say that I was born into a slightly more privileged situation than he was. And he definitely, like, would feel that guilt about getting me nice things or being able to pay for dinner and so a lot of the time because also I like didn't know myself more than high school walls mm-hmm. I would pick up that slack for him sometimes like I'd be like oh like it's fine if we don't get to go to the dinner place I've been telling you for four months I want to go to yeah it's fine like we'll just go somewhere else that's cheaper it's fine even though like I offered to pay half but I didn't mm. like I almost felt like it was a burden for me to ask for that even though it was one of my core needs and it wasn't like I was asking to go to expensive dinner places like I think that was for like a Valentine's Day I wanted to do that something more special yeah wait, whoa that's crazy and so slowly I either would pick up the slack or I would just be like uh, like okay it's fine if we just like don't go out on like fucking Valentine's Day it's fine 
But then I low-key started to resent the hell out of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I was like, you're literally a straight white male with so much privilege. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I just think that also, like, not to call him out, but I will. He, like, the money that he did have, he was spending it on irresponsible things. <laughs> I will not go further in depth. Very irresponsible Irresponsible things. things. Yeah, no, that's crazy that you mentioned that, like, he felt guilt or he felt bad. Because mm-hmm. I think, yeah, there does come a point where, like, I, if I'm looking at the point of view of a man, I guess, like, especially if you, like, want to provide, I guess that, like, control. yeah, it's so, like, out of your control. That's something that you can't do or you can't provide at the time. Especially, we were only in high school at the time. Yeah. But I think, like, for mm-hmm. you, like, you did try to make an effort and you did try to make it work. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, wasn't reciprocating that, or he didn't even try at that point. And yeah. so I think that goes to show that, like, he didn't want to make an effort or didn't care to make an effort. So I think when it comes down to it, yeah, like, it is, like, you would feel guilty, but you shouldn't let that insecurity of, like, oh, I can't afford it. Take um, over. Yeah, exactly. You Like, you shouldn't project it onto your partner. Like, you oh, should only, facts. like, do, like, if you're going to do that at least, like, like we mentioned before, like you should be doing things that like you can like afford to do to make your eff- your partner still feel seen and heard. But like mm-hmm. it's on it, like it's like a two way street. Like you have to like compromise. So, yeah, like you know? love letters, texts are free. Good communication. Yeah, exactly. Um, picnics, yeah. all those things you can set up, and they are monetarily free. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last thing that I want to talk about on this topic is something that you brought up to me on a first date or maybe it wasn't a first date but like you were going on dates with this person you guys were like in the talking phase but like consistently seeing each other yeah and this guy um we'll call him hand sanitizer okay (laughs) i'm not gonna use his real name but hand sanitizer was from is was whatever the fork um from the west coast like yeah so hand sanitizer was from the west coast and the west coast it costs money to live there it costs dollar 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 signs yeah and so you had this theory that, like, when he met you, he was like, oh, like, you seem like you come from money or, like, you live very, very nicely well off. Yeah. And you're like, bro, yes, but also, like, I'd be working a job and stressing about my student loans. Yeah, exactly. So do you think that depending on the area someone grew up in, it affects how they view money? And then can you ever change, like, how someone sees money like for example like if you go from living expensively in a city to a suburb do you Mm -hmm. still keep the same mentality of oh my gosh I don't have enough money even though since you're living in a cheaper suburb you do have money does that make sense yeah okay okay now I remember what I was texting you about yeah because okay so he hand sanitizer is from the west coast and obviously from a more like affluent not really necessarily affluent neighborhood but like living in california like you have to like have at least a decent amount of money because Mm -hmm. the cost of living is just so high so simple things as maybe like getting food like smoothies like i he was telling me that like a burrito costs like ten dollars ten dollars yes like compared to the midwest where you go to at least like my hometown and it's like six bucks five bucks five dollars if you catch it on a good deal yeah sometimes even four depending on where you go yeah exactly so he was telling me that like at least for his situation he felt like poor in comparison to his other friends 
mm-hmm. I guess, because at least, but in my, I guess in my point of view, he's still seen as rich because, because he's from the West he's Coast. He's from the West Coast. It's like, that's like, you're still, like, for example, like, if he uprooted his life and he moved to, like, where we were in the Midwest, he would be living at least, like, in a, like, if not the same level as we are, or maybe a little bit above. Probably above. Probably key. above. Because California rich is, no, California, yeah, Midwest rich is, like, not rich. <laughs> like, in California. It's like least, California living. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's why, like, we, he, I guess... For him, at least, he thought that, like, I was more... I don't really know why he thought I was more rich then. Too bad you don't... You should have been like, hey, buddy, why yeah. do you think this? Yeah, you should have asked him. I'm actually so curious. <laughs> because at least, maybe it's the way I present myself, maybe. But also, I don't know. Cause, but we had that whole discussion, and I thought that was very interesting, is the fact that, like, he thought he was, like, poor, but I thought he was rich. Because California rich, mm-hmm. in comparison to the Midwest rich, is a whole different tier yeah. in itself. And I mean, maybe just in the end, it's who you surround yourself by. Because if you and I uprooted to a pretty low-income area, we would be rich. And yeah. then we would feel rich. So maybe is it just, like, where you live? Yeah, maybe it's, yeah. yeah. It's probably, like, the environment, like, you grew up with and your friends, too. Because at least for us, like, we... Are, like, on the same level, I guess you could say. Yeah, like, most of our friends took maybe one vacation a year, like, could go out for dinner every once in a while, like, comfortably. Yeah, like, we lived pretty comfortably. But I Mm -hmm. think, yeah, especially going into college, like, you could really see, like, the wealth disparity between, like, me and, like, other college students that I know. And it's just, like... It's shocking. It's shocking. Because now you're in a pool where, like... It's a bunch of different social classes all meshed into one melting pot of a school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, trying to find, like, a common ground between that can be hard. Especially when you're looking for a partner. Yeah, because like, friendships and partners. Yeah, and, like, especially in college, like, you don't know, like, their home life or the way they grew up. So mm-hmm. I don't even know that, like, half of my friends could be, like, really rich and I don't even know. Or they're working seven jobs yes. and you don't know it. Yeah, I, I, will, I just wouldn't know. So mm-hmm. I think that's what's so interesting about, like, college dating is, like, you mm-hmm. you are going to have to figure that out if you do visit them or if they, like, ever yeah. open up, so. Yeah, and I mean, it's a weird taco thing to ask someone, especially when you're getting to know them, like, hey, how financially comfortable are you? Yeah. But I feel like part of it is you can kind of tell just in the person. Like, for example, look at how often they go out. When they go out, are they saving money in pre-gaming? Or are they Mm. buying expensive drinks at a bar? Yeah. If a nice pair of clothing gets ruined, how upset are they about it? Because Mm. when I was studying abroad in London, um, I met a guy there and he clearly came from money. And I remember he was wearing like, I don't remember the name of the shoe, but I just, the shoes were expensive. I'm talking like $500, $600. And we went out to a club and they got all scuffed up. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like, I'm so sorry about your shoes. Like, that must be so expensive to clean. Like, they're such nice shoes. And he's like, nah, it's fine. I'll just get a new pair. Yeah. Like, his reaction was so low key. Or like, another time I was standing abroad, this other guy was like, yeah, like, I don't like to have a phone case on my iPhone. Because it ruins the look of the iPhone. And keep in mind, this man had the newest, like, pro... I don't know what iPhone they're on. iPhone 15. He had the newest one. That phone probably cost over $1,000. And he didn't have a case on it solely because he didn't like the vibes of a case. That's so... And, wow. like, if it got scratched, he wouldn't care because he could just easily replace it. 
That's crazy. So I feel like there is low-key a way to see without awkward awkwardly no. asking. Yeah, the more I think about it, yeah, like if you're going out with a person and they're like, okay, I'm going to buy a drink and I'm going to buy appetizers and I'm going to buy this whole course meal. Here uh, to me, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to get an appetizer. Not even that. It's like, bro, I got a PB&J in my back pocket. <laughs> There's a PB&J in my purse. <laughs> no, that's so funny because like, I think I was telling you because the one time, because well, I go to a school in D.C. Mm-hmm. and... We went to this place in Georgetown, my roommates and I, and it's like this like tapas place. It's Mm -hmm. very expensive. And we each only got like one little plate. (laughs) And I just remember looking at the bill and I was like, this was not worth this it. Is not, yeah, so, like, we literally went and grabbed food afterwards. Like, like McDonald's? You yeah, hit up Ma- a McDonald's? Yeah, we after. hit up McDonald's because, like, that was, like, a, I just can't even imagine because, like, obviously, if you're, like, rich, then you're going to, like, be able to, like, spend all that money and, like, yeah, be fine. full. Yeah, yeah but for me, we were, like, crumbs. We're, like, we were eating crumbs. And then we were, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's not that you're not well off at all. Like, you're not trying to cosplay as poor. It's just, like you're a little more conscious. Yeah. Like, you have the privilege to be able to go to a place like that, but you just yeah. can't go crazy in there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, some people probably couldn't even afford to go there in the first place. Yeah. And then lastly, like, bringing it full circle, that just pertains to how do you react in a relationship then? Like, what if you are marrying the guy who doesn't want to use a phone case because he thinks it ruins the vibes and aesthetic? Yeah. Honestly, that would give me an ick. That would yeah. Give me, like, it's not that deep. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, bro, you're going to yeah. ruin risk ruining your iPhone because you don't like vibes? Anyways, so I think we'll end on that note because it's goofy and I think it sums up most of our conversation. No, exactly. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you found it interesting and... I don't know, thought-probing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're in a relationship where you have different social class. (laughs) Maybe you should reevaluate. Maybe you should reevaluate and talk about your boundaries more. Yeah. And are you secretly resenting your boyfriend because he's either only giving you attention and money or he's not trying hard enough because he broke? Yeah, exactly. It could be both. Or it could be both. Or maybe not and you're super happy. Yeah, maybe you're you're actually in love. (laughs) Or you're a single (laughs) pringle. Maybe you're actually doing well. All right, thank you so much, and I will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye! Bye!